Hello, everyone, and welcome to Six Pack of Facts, the weekly way of expanding your brain. Six refreshing facts at a time. This week, we've got three drinks that are freezing cold and three drinks that are piping hot. Bundle up and then get ready to strip it all down. It's time for Absolute Zero and Absolute Hot. We can't start talking about Absolute Zero without talking about the Kelvin Scale. The Kelvin Scale was created by a British scientist named William Thomas, a.k.a. Lord Kelvin. Instead of measuring by degrees, like in Celsius and Fahrenheit, Kelvin is appropriately measured in Kelvin. In 1848, Lord Kelvin used this as the basis for the creation of an absolute temperature scale, one that measures the kinetic energy within any given material. Kelvin starts at zero, that's absolute zero, and goes up from there. One Kelvin is equal to one Celsius, but since there are no negative numbers in the Kelvin scale, 100 degrees Celsius, the boiling point of water, is a balmy 373 Kelvin. That means 273 Kelvin, which sounds hot, is actually the freezing point of water, zero degrees Celsius. But let's get back to that absolute starting point, something that's much, much, much colder than freezing, absolute zero. Now, that bit before about Kelvin being a scale that measures the kinetic energy within any given material is important to remember. Zero Kelvin, absolute zero, marks the temperature at which the fundamental particles of an object have minimal movement. Minimal molecular movement translates into not that much heat, hence the very, very cold absolute zero moniker. But absolute zero isn't completely absolute. According to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, it's impossible to know a particle's movement and position at the same time. It's kind of a wacky, quantum-y rule, but it's one that's steadfast. So, because cooling something down to absolute zero would mean a complete lack of any particle movement, meaning you would know both the momentum and the position of those particles, it can't be done. It's impossible. But that doesn't mean you can't get pretty close. So, it's not possible to reach absolute zero. But let's talk about some places that have gotten really, really close. Thanks to the cosmic background radiation, even the emptiest pockets of space are warmed to a comfy 2.725 Kelvin. But there's something colder than that. The Boomerang Nebula. The Boomerang Nebula's central star has lost about one thousandth of its solar mass every year for 1,500 years. That's way faster than similar stellar objects. Thanks to that expansion, driven by 500,000 kilometer per hour winds blowing cold gases away from the central star, the Boomerang Nebula sits at one Kelvin, just one tiny notch above absolute zero. But that's still not the coldest temperature anything has ever reached. In 2003, Researchers at MIT cooled a sodium gas to 500 picocalvin, or half a billionth of a Kelvin above absolute zero. 
That means, as far as we know, the coldest known thing in the entire universe was in a lab in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Getting chilly? That's understandable. Then I think it's time we throw a few logs on this physics fire and warm things up a little bit. Let's explore the opposite of absolute zero. Absolute... hot? The question of absolute hot is much less concrete than that of absolute zero, because, well, no one is really sure if it exists. Removing all kinetic energy, ceasing all motion is one thing. Implying infinite energy, infinite motion, is another thing entirely. There aren't any definitive answers, yet, anyway. But there are some theoretical possibilities. For the first, we have to go back in time way back to just 10 to the negative 43 seconds after the Big Bang. At that moment in time, the universe was 10 to the negative 35 meters, or 0 Zero 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 one six meters, or the Planck length. At that time, in that tiny space, the universe reached the Planck temperature, 10 to the 32 Kelvin, or 100 million 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 degrees Celsius. That is very hot, unimaginably hot, to the point where attempting to make relative sense of it by comparing it to other hot objects is almost meaningless. According to one physicist, it's a billion, billion times the largest temperature we currently have to consider, generated from gamma ray bursts and quasars. Now, when things get hot, at least the temperatures we routinely have to deal with, they melt or start on fire, fairly normal stuff. But things get a little weirder at the Planck temperature. And I'm talking weird like the rules of physics being broken weird. Theories predict that at the Planck temperature, gravitational energy between particles becomes so intense that they rival any other force. So gravity, along with the three other fundamental forces, electromagnetism and the strong and weak nuclear forces, combine into a single force. This concept is currently such a mystery to us that it makes it impossible to consider how the universe operated under these conditions. The Planck temperature is just one of the temperatures theorized as being absolute hot. Others involve string theory, other models of the universe, the upper limits of the Large Hadron Collider, lots of stuff. But could there be an even hotter temperature beyond this already unbelievable point? Science says, eh, sure, why not? The thing is, at Planck temperatures, everything changes, but we don't know how. If someone could figure out those changes and come up with consistent rules to that new frontier, then yep, things could get even hotter. What does that look like? Well, in terms of numbers, it goes something like this. Plus zero Kelvin, plus 300 Kelvin, plus infinite Kelvin, negative infinite Kelvin, 
negative 300 Kelvin, negative zero Kelvin. What the heck does that mean? If you look at one over T, where T is temperature, one over infinity is basically the same thing as one over negative infinity. What the heck does that mean? No clue. Just like the upper limits of temperatures, we're getting into wonky territory that makes my brain boil. And there you go, a short look into the frigid absolute zero and the very uncertain absolute hot. If you liked this little peek into extreme temperatures, why not subscribe to the podcast? There's a new episode every single Wednesday that'll fill your brain with new and exciting facts. And if you really liked this podcast, why not leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It's much appreciated. Until next week, as always, stay thirsty. Can't get enough of these refreshing facts? There are three easy ways you can help support the show. If you're listening through Apple Podcasts, leave a quick review. Then, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Then, share the show with a friend. The more, the factier. Stay thirsty.